Polly Campbell, and this is Simply Said. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Polly Campbell Simply Said. I'm Polly, so that is works out, right? How are things going out there? I hope you're doing okay. This is the podcast where we talk about how to live well, do good, and be happy. And I will tell you that for us, we're doing fine, but it's been a time of real transition in my family. My daughter is back in school uh, two days a week and doing remote learning the rest of the time. My job has shifted a lot in the last year. That's created some opportunities for me that I haven't thought about before. So I'm kind of weighing those. My husband is working differently uh, between his office and his home office. And so I feel like we're in a real time of transition, right? The last year has clarified some things for me that I see and I want to create and I want to experience. And so I'm thinking about all that without moving into that quite yet. I guess it's kind of a gap, these transitions we have where something ends or changes and it's the moment into the next thing, right? I don't see it as a good or bad thing. It's not something we have to judge, but it's something I'm very aware of. What do I wanna do with this time next? And how can I enjoy the moments I have now? And we're gonna get into it today because I've got G. Brian Benson here with me. He's the author of Habits for Success, Inspired Ideas to Help You Soar, and other books. He's also a triathlete, dad, an actor, a producer, and an RV driver. And Brian, you told me you're a guy in transition too, that you you know a little bit about what we're talking about here today. Yeah. You know, boy, last year was interesting in a lot of different ways. I mean, not only with, you know, what COVID brought us, you know, some of the things you mentioned, you know, for me, the industry kind of shut down and, 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 you know, it's like, what am I going to do now? But not only that, I, I was diagnosed with prostate cancer at the end of December of 2019. And so I had prostate uh, wow. removal surgery last April. So I had to kind of go through that as well. And it was really, I know it's hard to explain, but I just, it was a, a huge blessing in disguise. Because um, in a lot of ways, I just surrendered to it. And I knew that it wasn't going to be an issue. I just tried to treat it as knee surgery. And I'm not trying to belittle cancer or anything like that but that's just kind of how I felt and but it but it gave me permission to step off the hamster wheel for a little bit and really kind of take a look at you know what am I enjoying doing and what am I not enjoying doing and so um last year was just a lot of kind of just contemplation and trying to do a little bit of work here and there after I healed and and everything was still kind of slowed down and so I I went to Oregon where I'm from. I was in LA at the time uh, just to get out of LA for about a week and a half. And I got the idea to, to just, I felt like I was supposed to be driving around this year. And so I <laughs> came back, I, I had about six weeks to, to give all my notices and I, I sold a lot of stuff and packed my car up and moved back up to Oregon for the winter to prepare to RV around the US, which I'm doing right now. Brian, so, yeah. step back. How does one decide, right? okay, one one has cancer, decides <laughs> to get off the hamster wheel because of all the other random stuff going on in our world, and hop in an RV to travel around the country. How does that, how do you make that leap? Well, and how did you trust that leap? 
Well, I, I'm lucky in that maybe I learned how to trust my intuition maybe 15, 20 years ago, and it just got easier and easier every time I said yes to those nudges. And so I don't ever discount what it's telling me, but I think I just needed to really get clear on why I was doing what I was doing um, before I got the diagnosis and before everything shut down. And, you know, I'm, I'm extremely proud of all the stuff that I feel like I've been a conduit for, whether it's the books or the short films that I've written or, or you name it. But in some ways, it was kind of a band-aid for me to kind of try to prove to myself that I was enough. And so I think this trip um, is doing a lot of things for me. And in, 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 in regards to, you know, the whole self-acceptance and self-love thing and just trusting I'm enough and letting go of a lot of those things that some people think, wow, that's, you know, how could you let go of that? But I'm not completely letting go. I'm just, I'm, I'm coming back to some things. It's just that I'm letting go of a lot of things that I was doing, maybe for the wrong reasons. Mm, that's an interesting that idea. Yeah. Yeah. We can relate to that because we all get mm -hmm. caught up in a hamster wheel, even if we're not <laughs> going 24 seven, we have our own set routine, right? That we end up yeah. doing mindlessly a lot of times until we're yes. jolted by, I've had a cancer experience too, or the pandemic mm. was jolting, a job loss can, mm. and and I often find that when, when they're in that place of discomfort, we want to hop right into the next thing. But what I'm hearing you say is yes. you, you kind of, you slowed your roll a little bit <laughs> to just kind of contemplate what that was going to feel like and what the next thing was. And maybe you're, are you still in that transition? Do you think? I am. I, I think, you know, like you had mentioned earlier at the outset of the show transitions, there's a bit of a gap. Sometimes we don't always know what's next and it can be really scary, especially since we as humans like to try to control things, but I'm really, you know, trusting that I will be shown the way as I'm out here on the way. And, and it's slowly starting to happen. And, and so, uh, you know, I've jumped, jumped many times before and not really known where the wings were going to sprout or the net was going to be. And, and it worked out for me. So, so I'm trusting that this is going to be the same and no different. So, you know, yeah, I just, um, first step was that I just in, in, intuitively felt like I needed to do this. And so, I went out back to Oregon last fall and just prepped for it and found a used RV about six months ago. And, and just, I'm a brand new RVer. It's, it's a used 2003 four winds, majestic 23 foot um, thing RV. And so I'm just, I had to kind of learn at home a little bit and, you know, and just, you know, most, most of it you learn on the road, right. You know, you just kind of, when you're presented with, with things and, and it's been great and it's been fine. And, and, some of my fears that I had before I left have just kind of dissipated and I've kind of found a nice groove. A lot of us get caught in that fear. We, we sit here oh, for the last 12 yeah. months and I think, still oh, do I, in different ways. Yeah. yeah. We want to write the book or we want to start the business or we want to go back to school and we think about it. And now we can kind of access that and we don't know what to do next. Or we get, we let ourselves, we talk ourselves out of it. Why, how did you yeah. get over that part? Well, I think because I, I had become an expert at, at getting stuck in that. You know what I mean? Through, I left my family business 12 years ago into the unknown and a lot of magical things happened. And I just kind of kept following those intuitive breadcrumbs. And it led me into writing, which I'd never before. It led me into acting, which I'd never done before and all these other creative endeavors. And initially it was my, I was just on fire and my mojo was just moving because I was just trusting and I was just in the flow. 
But then when I started to try to control things a little bit more and uh, maybe added too much expectation to a project when I released it, it brought me unhappiness because I didn't feel like it did what it was supposed to do, although it did. And, and so when I say I become an expert at just kind of like, you know, probably beating myself up or, or trying to over control things. And so I, I don't want to do that anymore. And I know that I'll still be able to access, you know, the, the creative parts of us that, that we do, you know what I mean? We do when we're flow and we're trusting and when we meditate and when, you know, we do all those things, I know that those will come back to me. I just need to let go of maybe how it's supposed to look. Whereas before I tried to control how much it, it looked. That letting go, that can be a <laughs> tough one for me. I'll tell oh, you. I'm not 100% letting go, but I mean, <laughs> way, 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 way better. I think yes. that starts with me uh, for with awareness. Like I feel the stress yes. come into my body or whatever, and I have to sit back mm. and say, wait a minute, I'm I'm holding way too tight here. Yeah. What do you do when that happens? Uh, sometimes I freak out for a few minutes. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I begin ruminating, and then mostly, honestly, <laughs> I uh, I've practiced this for a long time very intentionally because I didn't. When I'm in that stressed state, I'm not making good choices. I'm not able to be creative. I'm not a great problem solver. So I really train myself now to be curious. So I'll freak out for a couple of minutes mm. or complain for a second. And then the very next thing is, huh, I wonder why I'm feeling this way or huh, I wonder what I can make from this or what is this telling me? The very next step mm. for me is always a question because when I'm curious, I'm completely engaged in the present mm -hmm. moment. Like, ah, this is interesting rather than worried. And I can't be both at once. So I'd rather be curious, I think. I like, no, I like that. And I think that this trip, I'm very curious. When I was little, my mom said the only word that ever came out of my mouth was why. Mm -hmm. And and so here out on the road, I mean, I've been lucky and done some traveling and I rode my bicycle across the US in 1996. Oh, cool. And so this is, it's 25 years ago and now I'm kind of doing it again in an RV. And I just love history and I love to, to connect with people and I love to see new things. And it just really helps raise my vibration. And so I think just that act alone will help kind of like maybe um, spark my pilot light as far as to like maybe kind of guide me on to, to my next moves or the next step to get to the next step. And so in, in yeah. your book, Habits for Success, you talk a lot mm -hmm. about trusting the process. And that's what I'm hearing from you today. Yeah. Is there is there a time that we need to focus on the outcome? I mean, you, you have to get your gas money, right? You have to figure out where you're going the next day. Yes, day. yes. How yes. do you trust the process when when we do have I have to pay <laughs> my bills every month? So how can I manage both those things? That's a great question. And it's one I don't completely have mastered yet, but um, I know it's one of my lessons. And so I'm, I'm completely, like you mentioned a second ago, awareness, you know, I'm completely aware of that. And I'm trying to kind of figure out ways to kind of um, master my security, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, and, you know, so I'm still learning, you know, I, I'm sharing what I'm doing on Patreon. And that's been really a, an awesome, fun experience. And I love I love sharing. And so I, I have some patrons that helps a little bit. I've got a little bit of money put away that helps. You know, I've got um, I do a little bit of coaching on the side and I'm doing that from the road and that helps. And I've got some royalties coming in from some other stuff and that helps. And so, you know, it's not completely solved, but it's um, it's you know, it's it's 
it's a little bit here, a little bit there. Mm -hmm. It's working. You know, years ago when I was starting as a, a baby writer, I, mm. I, I write for magazines as well as books and so forth. And mm. I, I landed a big assignment in a big magazine at that time, which was Family Circle. And everything was mm -hmm. still print and glossy. And that was my first one. And it was, it was this big deal. And I was young and I, I, overdid it you know i worked really hard and turned in a good piece and the editor fortunately loved it and and but the story was about this group of older women who gather in a church uh and they make a potluck dinner for the town every month and mm -hmm. so i spent a lot of time with these women and out in this village in oregon and and mm. by the time the article came out six months later Mm -hmm. I wasn't even, it didn't even matter to me. And that helped me remember <laughs> that it was all the process. It was meeting the women and eating their food and cooking with them and, and yes. seeing what they were giving to the community in the town. And it was the, the growth that I experienced while becoming a better writer working on that story. So my mom mm -hmm. saw the magazine and the newsstand and the article and, and she was proud and all that. And that was great. I'm glad people liked the article, but I thought it was going to be all about landing the gig, right? About having the print piece and or what it was going to lead to next, right? What it was going to, and it wasn't even today. I mean, this was 30 <laughs> years ago, 25 years ago. And I'm still yes. thinking about that experience, not the article, not the outcome. Mm. You're, you're right. And I wish I had known that, but you know, sometimes we have to learn the hard way. And, oh, for you know, sure. I, you know, some of my books, you know, um, just, you know, whatever they've done this or that, or they won an award or something. And, it didn't make me any happier. Um, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the work that I did and, and such. And I wanted to get out of the world just like, you know, we, I know all, all writers do. But it didn't really make me more fulfilled. Mm -hmm. And so you're absolutely right, the connections. And I'm kind of an, I'm, a, I'm definitely, an, I'm an outgoing introvert, but I'm, I'm really need a lot of quiet time and like my alone time. Mm -hmm. And last year was so far that other you know that way it's just like i want to connect with people and so this trip's been really great in that i've connected with a lot of friends along the way and i have this app that i use called harvest host and there's maybe three about three twenty five hundred three thousand different places across the u.s that are either wineries or farms or museums or distilleries or, or golf courses where you can park overnight oh, and cool. yeah and they just ask that you maybe buy something in their gift shop or a meal if they have a restaurant and so i've been utilizing that a ton and i have met so many cool people and learned so much um you know a couple of wineries in southern oregon i stayed at a hemp farm in Pahrump, nevada I, I stayed at this ghost town in cisco utah uh you know just a lot of unique cool experiences and, and well last night i stayed at an, uh in the parking lot of an amish restaurant and in Yoder, Kansas. And, and that was very interesting and, and you know, huh. being in that community. So um, I, I couldn't disagree or agree with you more as far as it's just about the connections. It's, the know. women that I told you about that I wrote that article about were yeah. uh, their, their descendants were from Yoder, Kansas and the no way. Yoder, Oregon. Where's that located? It's out not too far down, down I five kind of tucked uh, behind Canby kind of little tiny oh my gosh stop what a there's small a church world. yeah it is <laughs> so when you get a whiff of what you want to do next and you're open yeah. to the experience and the exploration of it how do you keep going on the hard days or the scary days because i know momentum for me is is really important like i i gotta we talk a lot on the show about small wins about finding that one 
you know, today I made my bed, so I'm already ahead for the day. I'm having a good time right? with you. That's a small win for me, you know? Right? So how do you continue when, when you're feeling uncertain about what's next or what it's going to look like? And, and how do you keep yeah. that energy? Great question. In, in some ways, it's, I'm lucky in that I'm pretty self-motivated. And so if I know that I'm kind of supposed to step into something, I, I do it and I don't really, mm, don't lack maybe the drive for it. However, um, I really believe balance is important in anything, whether it's a relationship, whether it's politics, whether it's just maintaining our own um, well-being, balance is 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 everything. And so I, my first book was on a whole bunch of different ways to stay in life balance. So I became aware early on what um, it helped me in, in a lot of self-awareness ways, uh, you know, what threw me out of balance, what kept me in balance. And so I really try to maintain um, a lot of really good habits and routines that keep me in balance. So even when I have kind of some funky days, like we all do, um, maybe I'm able to kind of skate through them a little bit easier because maybe I'm, I'm eating better that day or I go exercise just to kind of help relax into it. Uh, you know, so I'm always trying to do those things just to kind of offset it a little bit. However, um, with that being said, I think it's important if we are kind of feeling funky, just kind of step into those feelings because if we kind of, you know, draw them out all the time, they're just going to keep coming back, right? Sometimes we just need to feel that way or grieve or yeah. or, or have that experience. And, and I've tried to dry them out, believe me, and, and I'm not anymore. Yeah, I, I agree about feeling the feelings. And I, I think we've been um, we've been conditioned or maybe taught to be afraid of mm -hmm. them. And usually they just offer a cue like they yes. they don't have to weigh heavy on us forever. They can <laughs> offer, you know, a, 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 some insight or something we need to move away from and move toward. We don't have to decide that they're going to rule our life. And I think that's where I have to remember mm -hmm. when I'm feeling funky. It's there's that curiosity again, like, man, <laughs> kind of a drag. I wonder what's going on. Get that insight, settle in with it you know, not deny yeah. it or suppress it. And then, and then see where it moves. Because the one thing about our feelings, they change pretty quick, like, you know? Yes. Yeah. You know, and even just, even if you, you know, we, you try to think about it, which is great or be aware of it. Sometimes we're not able to get that insight. Totally. And so it's okay. And that's okay. Just sit with it. And, and yeah. then it, maybe it'll come. And sometimes as simple as we just need to freaking rest. Yeah, right. You, in your book, that that's an interesting thing because um, habits for success, I look at it and one of the things you talk about is creating the foundation you just mentioned, but you talk about it from all sides, the the physical, right? The sleep, the yeah. diet, the mental, the spiritual, the emotion. And often I think we go one way or the other. You got to be in super good shape or you have to be mentally strong. And really it doesn't work unless we have all of them in check. Right. A little bit of everything you need to do. It. That doesn't yeah. mean you have to be a marathon runner or anything, you know what I mean? Or, or eat like, you know, just a, a trained athlete or what have you. But just I was lucky that those those days really kind of helped me learn another um, level of self-awareness about my body and, and listening to it. And so so I'm grateful for that. But yeah, you know, everybody's different. And what works for somebody might not work for another person. However, there are things that we can all do that I think will help us just, you know, kind of be in a better, better state and, and ready to take uh, advantage of opportunities when they come. And that's another reason why you want to kind of try to maintain a, a level of balance. You talk about creating an intention. And I'm mm -hmm. curious about this. I, I, 
I'm really interested in this idea because I do this too. Mm -hmm. And I always get very business-like about it. You know, I'm a very type <laughs> A, very organized person. And then it ends up being some crazy thing that I never expected that comes into my life that works just right, you know? So I wonder what it means to you to create an intention. What is it? How does it work? Do you do it moment by moment, day by day? Or is it mm. a, a larger goal? 10 years from now, I want to be doing this. What does it look like for you? Well, it's different now than it was maybe 10, 12 years ago when my first book kind of accidentally happened. I mean, it really was. I was just working on myself and my intuition screamed like expand the list. So I did. Then I kind of, and my mom reminded me after that first book came out that when I was three years old, I told her that I was put here to inspire people. Hmm. My brain started churning and I just kind of, you know, like I said, follow those intuitive hunches and overcame my fear of speaking, which led to other opportunities and stuff. But so then I kind of just had this intention that I wanted to make a difference, you know, and it, initially I thought it was just going to be through books, but then when acting happened and stuff and other ways and short films, and I realized there's a lot of different ways to put positive media out into the world. And so that was fun. Um, so, but, but recently, you know, after what I went through last year and surrendering, surrendering to it and kind of like stepping off the hamster wheel, I do know that I want to continue doing kind of what I was doing, whether it's books or sharing media in a lot of different ways, but um, I want to do it in a way that I don't feel, I don't want to feel the pressure that I used to put on myself. I want to have fun with it. I want to let it happen, happen organically. I want to have it uh, just, you know, just Mm, hit me like it did when I first started getting into mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. I really relate to that because my intention, I, I intend to write a book about this, you know, <laughs> yeah. I intend to make this much money. I intend to be a good person. Now it's right? much more like I intend to be present today. I intend to have a good yes. conversation with, with G. Brian Benson. I intend to feel <laughs> my day, you know, it's totally changed as I'm growing up a little bit too. Yeah. I mean, anymore, I just, Yes, I want to have some success. I want to, you know, be able to pay my bills and I want my, the, the information that's coming through to me to, to reach others because I feel like it's helped me. But, but ultimately, I just, want to have, I just want to feel fulfilled in my own skin and just, just not really have any of that matter because I know it doesn't really matter. It doesn't, it doesn't, you know what I mean? Yep. Ultimately, it's just, it's about how we feel about ourselves and the relationships that we have with others and and just just getting out there and, and just kind of living a, an inspired life whatever that means and it can be completely something different for for you know different people and i think i'm going to make that the simply said segment today each yeah, week yeah. we offer something to our listeners where if they're interested in in working with these ideas or thinking about it further how they can start set an intention or decide for yourself today what it means for you to live an inspired life. And there's no mm. wrong answer here, right? Mm -hmm. But we know science-wise and personally <laughs> that when we create a meaningful life, it's not challenge-free, but it's more satisfying. And it's also a way to change the world. We not only change our world and how we feel about ourselves, but we also create a higher energy on the planet that can, mm -hmm. can support the greater movement and the greater good. So think about that today when you're listening to this podcast how will you inspire the world? What, what is your intention? Mm. What do you want to create? And, and stay close to that. 
today or mm -hmm. this week or this month. So if you want to be, uh, if you intend to be a more patient person, what is, what does that look like? If you want to reach people with your, with your food and nourish people, what does that look like? Is that with your family? Is that a right? Is that some, no wrong answers, but I think it, hmm. sometimes we talk about what we want and what we want to experience and we don't get specific. So sometimes it's showing up and we haven't even noticed. You know, for me, it's just, Two things. I'm, I've, I've shared a lot in my books and different things in different ways, and but yet I have a little ways to go being vulnerable, I think, with what I do and, and with my work in the world. So I'm always kind of trying to keep that at the forefront. But also just uh, <clears throat> right now, I'm just focusing on just having fun and really connecting with other people that I meet along the way. I love that. And, and that in and of itself just raises my vibration and the vibration of other people. Sometimes you know, it's so interesting that we don't realize, like you'd mentioned, how we do affect other people sometimes just by doing something or sharing something or, or just the way that we come across. It gives them permission to do the same thing. Absolutely. I, I in my newest book, it's called You Recharged. And one mm. of the things that uh, I write about, I, it's about vitality. And one of the things that science has shown that I write about in the book is that Vitality is a number of components. It's both inside mm. and outside, and it's about our energy, but it's contagious. Mm -hmm. So when you're in a yes. space with somebody like you're talking about, when you're having fun, then people <laughs> leave that space with you feeling better about themselves. They feel fun. They feel more alive and connected. And, and I think when we pay attention to what does that for us, then without even thinking about it, it we spread that to the world. We share that with the world. And that'd be a good kind of pandemic, right? Kindness and fun and, and play. Right. And we can do yes. that. Yes. And you know, and after they leave us, they're passing it on too, right? Yes. It's, it's just a big chain. Yeah, I think that stuff's important. <laughs> and that brings us to the Simply Nifty segment. I've got a couple of things today. I usually use this to share a practice that I love or an item or a book. So I want you to check out any of Brian's books, you can find them wherever books are sold. I am looking at on my desk I just read Habits for Success, Inspired Ideas to Help You Soar. This is going to be different than what you think. This is about settling into you, about learning mm -hmm. to love you, about ways to think about the moments of your day without judgment. Just, oh, is this something that could be useful to me? It's very practical. I want you to check it out. Habits for Success. And Brian, I Thank want you. you to let us know about your Patreon site and how we can follow your travels, because I think that's awesome, too. I want to I want to get on board with that. So how can we find that? No. Thank you. Well, I'm having a blast. Thank you. I it's it's just basically Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com, and then forward slash Brian's RV Adventure. There's no apostrophe, just Brian's RV Adventure. And I am throwing up, I love taking photos and, and feel like I have a pretty good eye. And so I am taking pictures of everything and I'm posting probably every two or three days. And and so it's been a blast. I'm also, you know, what else I'm doing is having conversations with people that I meet and I'm recording them on my phone. And so oh, cool. um, I've posted two and I'll have another one going up tomorrow, um, but just really interesting folks. And, and so that's been fun. And so, yeah, patreon.com forward slash Brian's RV adventure. Okay. And, and, you know, it costs as little as a cup of coffee just monthly. That's it for full access. Now, how long is your adventure going to go? Do you have a date on it? Well, 
<laughs> as long as the money runs out yeah it keeps right. running i'd like to go through october oh cool okay yeah i just kind of do a big huge kind of sweep of the u.s yeah <laughs> and then into the next transition right yes all right well this has mm. been a, a great conversation thanks for yeah. joining me from the road my I pleasure it. check out brian's books and his patreon and you can find me at polycampbell.com i'm on facebook and twitter and all the things i'm supposed to be doing but but mostly i send out this uh monthly newsletter that allows me to have one-on-one -on -one conversations with folks so if you want to get on that you can do that from my website and remember wherever life leads it's going to be an opportunity for curiosity and growth and exploration and meaning if you make it right take a breath in the transition and figure out what's interesting next and then follow that bit honor those gaps in your life those spaces where we can acknowledge who we are now and who we can become there's nothing to fear here just the next opportunity waiting to show itself thanks for listening i think when we do that when we honor ourselves in those gaps of our lives we will all live well do good and be happy. Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric cast. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. ElectroCast.